Ladies and gentlemen, what is up? Welcome back to the Motivated Lawn Care Show. You guys might know this guy from YouTube. He's got uh, he's got quite the following over there. I think I think I checked yesterday. It was like two hundred sixty six thousand subscribers on YouTube. And if even people not in the lawn care space who are watching like these quote unquote like satisfying videos of like makeovers of these properties, we have Phil's Lawn Care. If you guys don't know Phil's Lawn Care, you haven't spent much time on YouTube. He does. A lot of the like he'll mow down like large fields, mow the like abandoned properties, that kind of stuff. And people just love it. So if you guys haven't seen it already, go check it out. But without further ado, Phil, welcome to the uh welcome to the podcast. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for having me as a as a guest. And uh I, I try to listen to a few of your episodes, but there's so many podcasts out there. I'm like, man, you have a lot of episodes. How long have you been podcasting, Caleb? since about august of last year so it's been a little bit more than a year as crazy as it sounds that's awesome man that's yeah. awesome well again i appreciate you having me on yeah yeah for sure so let's jump into it because we were just chatting um just uh just a couple of minutes ago about your business so you went from having a lawn care landscaping business to now where you are doing content full-time on social media so the youtube channel um i'm assuming instagram and that kind of stuff too but uh, yeah, do you want to walk me through the story of like, how did you even get started in this? And how did you even like, I'm assuming you did your first video, it popped off and you're like, hmm, maybe this could be something like, walk me through what did that, what did that journey look like? What's the five minute story there? Are you talking social media or lawn care business? Yeah. Like how'd you get into lawn care? And then how'd you transition from lawn care to where you are now where you're going all in on content? So very similar approaches. Um, we'll start off with how I got into mowing grass and owning and operating a lawn care business. So essentially coming from college, I had a background degree in automotive and I was doing collision repair and automotive refinishing. I was a technician. And so of course I went to work at a body shop, quickly figured out that it wasn't my thing. There was a lot of production work, a lot of speed involved, um, a little bit of shadiness, but uh, not really good for the health, right? And you have okay. to breathe in all these paint fumes and everything like that. So I'm like, forget that. You know, I wasted two years of my college of, of my life and in college focusing on something I, I don't even want to do now. So I went and started to repair small engines. I was always, I loved working physically. Like uh, my dad taught me how to do mechanic work. And so I figured, you know what? I was a sales associate through college at an Ace Hardware. They had a full-time position opening up as a small engine mechanic or shop manager. And so I decided to apply for that and quit the auto body shop, went, worked as a full-time small engine mechanic. And of course, throughout those, uh, I think I think I worked there two or three years, maybe. Um, throughout those years, I've talked to a lot of lawn care guys that would come in, that would buy steel equipment, that would tell me all about their raving businesses and how <laughs> mowing grass is like, the best thing ever and like all their landscape jobs and they'd be telling me all these stories and how there's a lot of potential and money involved into all this mm. and i'm like you know they're they're kind of encouraging me hey phil you know if you if you don't like your job if it's not paying you well because i was living paycheck to paycheck yeah i was not enjoying the job it was pretty flexible um there was a lot of free time involved but man the pay was just terrible i mean it was barely above minimum wage I was working full time, so I was getting the 40 hours. There was no overtime. Um, so, yeah, I was living paycheck to paycheck. I was kind of getting scared. I uh, had had my moments where I was like, I don't know if I'm going to pay the bills and all that stuff. But 
Um, so anyways, I got to talking with all these guys and they're like, yeah, you should start a lawn care business. Even if it's on the side, I'm like, you know what? That's a good idea. So I started in August mowing lawns on the side and, uh, it, it quickly caught on to, I had like, you know, started with one customer and then three and then five, and then it went to like 10. Well, uh, at the end of the season from like, I think it was like summer to, to fall. I think I had like 10 or 15 clients and it was pretty good. Right. I was doing this all with the two days that I had off. Yeah. And, uh, and I was also working after work. And so of course the grind was real, but I tell you what, man, uh, talk about humble beginnings. All I had was a Nissan Sentra, you know, and a folded, folded, uh, Toro 21 inch recycler in the back of the trunk. There you go. And man, I was doing, I was doing whatever, you know, whatever kind of paid the bills and whatever I had to do in order to start this thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And so when winter time came, I was thankful enough to have still have the job. It kind of floated me through. Um, so I didn't have to specifically work through the winter time in my lawn care business, but I did have those accounts. And so I would offer like snow removal and all that. And so I'd make a little bit of money in the winter time in my lawn care business, but not a lot. Springtime comes, man, I'm advertising like crazy. My phone is ringing off the hook. And I'm answering calls at my job and I'm like, man, this isn't right. I didn't feel, I have, I didn't have a good feeling about that, you know? And so, Mm. um, and then my boss started noticing that I, I picked up a truck over the time over that period. And I put like lettering on there, like build lawn care and small engine repair. And my boss noticed it, the general manager. And he's like, uh, what do you, you know, I, I really, he, he kind of took me aside a bit and he's like, Hey, I really hope that you're not like, I don't want you to mine the company. I don't want you to take our customers, you know, and yeah. go and fix their small engines. And I'm like, Hey, I, I completely understand them, you know? And so, um, he kind of had that talk with me when, once he saw my lettering on the truck, but you know, after like about a month, man, I just said, I'm going to put in my two weeks. It was the scariest thing in the world, but I put in my two weeks and I quit my full-time job. But the only, I knew it was the right moment. Uh, when I started to notice that my lawn care business income revenue was exceeding the amount I was making at my job, even like two or three X. Yeah. But once I noticed that it was exceeding, I quit. And after that month or two, I was making like two, three, four X the amount I was making at my job. So yeah, it was a true blessing. God was all in it. And so mm-hmm. I'm just super thankful that um, I was able to Uh, kind of take that next step in my life and start and go full-time into lawn care. During that period of time, um, I started to see all these videos uh, pop up uh, of guys doing like makeovers, edging, and they were getting a lot of views. Before that, I was making small engine repair content, showing people how to repair machines, equipment, do tune-ups on your mowers, chainsaws, everything, how to sharpen chains. And those were educational videos. They weren't really getting a lot of momentum, a lot of uh, drive, as you as you will, uh, or if you will. And uh, you know, they would get a certain amount of views, but then they would like it would it would like stop. Mm. And I I quickly figured out that there were two kinds of videos. Well, I, I'd say there, I I put two videos or videos in two categories: entertaining and educational. Sure. So you can either make entertaining content, you can make educational content, you can mix the two together. Um, it just depends on what your audience wants to see. So if you build a social media presence revolving around, ed- uh, 
an audience that wants to be educated, you better keep on doing educational content. You know, yeah. you don't want to do entertaining content because they're like, hey, that's not you. Yeah. You know, um, but anyway, each their own. So I was making small engine repair content. I got into lawn care. I'm like, why am I, I want to forget about this small engine stuff. You know, I want to start doing lawn makeovers and lawn care content because that's what I'm passionate about. Mm -hmm. So I started making lawn care content and I noticed that the reason why I got a boost in, in views and subscribers and all that is because my content went from not being educational anymore to now entertaining content and i know i just said like don't ever make that switch but i did and i noticed that it increased and kind of like expanded my audience um mm. and expanded who the video was being broadcasted to so it was a it was a win for me um and i quickly kind of just transferred my small engine channel into a phil's lawn care if i had to take time back i would have probably just separated them and not made that switch um, because I did start noticing that my small engine repair, now I wouldn't really say I built a community, but I built a presence to where they would, they'd want to see small engine repair content and they'd be like, Hey, we completely understand your switch. And they kind of left and that's reasonable. That's understandable. Um, I still communicate with a few of them here and there. I still follow them on social, other social media platforms and YouTube and I watch their videos, but, um, they stopped watching my videos, you know, and that's, you know, it is what it is. It's reality when you make that switch. But uh, for me, you know, it, it benefited my channel and my analytics and all that. And so, uh, you know, that's what I started to continue on creating these lawn makeover content or lawn make lawn care videos up until now. And so still, yeah. still doing them now. And I, I on my, uh, Phil's Lawn Care Plus channel, that's where I'm kind of slowly getting back into showing how to tune up equipment, how to change oil, spark plugs, and hydraulic oil and all that stuff. So, yeah. Cool. It's been interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, when did when did you start being like, because now you, you we were talking a little bit earlier where you're making the switch all the way. You're making another transition. You went from having the, the body shop to small engine repair to... Um, to lawn care and now to content and you're kind of jumping into that too. At what point did, did you start? Cause you said you were making two, three, four X your previous income that you were living paycheck to paycheck with lawn care. Is it the same story with content where you're like, this is just much, much better. There's less headache of dealing with all the clients. Um, I kind of get to do my own schedule thing. And like, what, when, when did, did that click to you and that you were like, Hmm, maybe I, I can make enough money from this that I can make this the full-time gig. Yeah. Very similar approaches. Kind of what I said uh, before I started talking about my story, very similar approaches. How it happened was I noticed that I was getting income from social media and all of the uh, income revenue streams were adding up to the amount I was making from my lawn care business. And I was pretty, I was making a pretty good amount in the lawn yeah. care business. And I was growing that thing at 60 accounts. I was like, man, I'm, I'm killing it out here. You know, I want to start thinking about employees. I'm going to grow this lawn care business. Well, then I started to notice that my channel was taken off and I was getting a good amount of revenue from social media. And I'm like, where's this thing going? You know, I I'm going to hold off. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put the brakes on my lawn care business mm -hmm. and continue with this social media and see where it takes me, man. It took me 
to, um, you know, I was making the same amount I was make, that I was making in my lawn care business. And if not more, I started to notice 2X, 3X the amount. I'm like, this is unbelievable. And so that's kind of how I, I was like starting to notice that I was um, spending a lot of time in my lawn care business. And that was kind of limiting me from creating content. And that's why I went from 60 to 40 to 10 to now zero. I had to scale back over time. I didn't do it right away. Some guys did it right away and, you know, good for them. It worked for them. But I was like, ah, I'm not too certain about this. You know, I kind of want to be safe. I want to have that safety net. Yeah. Just like I had a safety net of a job going into uh, starting a lawn care business. But going into winter, I had that safety net uh, for my as my, uh, my nine to five job. Same thing with um, my lawn care business. I kind of I use it as a safety net before I went full time into social media. So that's what I've been doing. And now I'm like, you know what? I've scaled back enough. You know, I, I did one day of mowing. It was fr I, I mow Fridays and that's what I was doing this year. Yeah. And I'm like, Man, I could take that Friday and create uh, make it as my editing day, like a full dedicated editing day. Yeah. And that. That will give my Monday through Thursday, because I try not to work weekends, but my Monday through Thursday will be like I go out, I shoot film, and then Friday I come back and I either edit or set a bunch of videos aside and just schedule stuff out and do like have it be a full time office day. So uh, it just opened up another day for me. And now my lawn care business isn't like a barrier I have to step over mm. because now it's like, okay, I went full time. You know, I got to take this thing seriously. But uh, I, of course, took calculated risks before you do anything. Um, you want to make sure that uh, you have a game plan and you want to make sure you do things right before, again, you step foot and do anything full time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. So at what point, how many subscribers were you at? Because I see I see a lot of guys out there and I'm sure I've wondered in the past and I've kind of done research. I know that everyone's like CPMs, which on YouTube is like basically that's like how much you make depending on the industry. And so like finance makes an insane amount of money. Like that they get so much money in like ad revenue and stuff like that. When, at what amount of like subscribers did you start like actually making money where you're like, Oh, like what, at what subscriber count, what kind of views were you getting on videos and how regularly were you posting for that? Just out of curiosity. That's a good question. Um, CPM cost per mil is a cost per thousand views, which is what brands are paying um, in order to run ads on, like, say, whatever social media platform. It's YouTube, mm -hmm. Facebook, whatever. That's how much these brands are paying. It can be $14, $15. I don't think the CPM mattered. The RPM is kind of more the revenue that you actually, that the creator actually makes. So the RPM is kind of what matters. But I don't think it was that. I don't think it was a set number. Um, it was kind of leaning more towards the views, but I, I honestly couldn't tell you what at what view, at what monthly view count I was at in order that. I, I don't know. It's kind of confusing. Sorry, <laughs> I'm lost for words. But um, all I knew, all I know was like there was a point where I was making enough money. Um, in order to understand that, hey, I'm making the same amount of money I was in my lawn care business. I don't know what it was. Um, honestly, I couldn't tell you. It's probably in between five to ten thousand okay. a month. Yeah, something like that. 
And so it wasn't, it wasn't too bad, you know, but, uh, it was somewhere around there to where I understood, Hey, um, I got enough money to keep me afloat and to cover all my expenses that in the end, I still have money left over in order to use on, you know, my personal, uh, in my personal life and pay myself. Um, and also like just cover all my personal expenses as well. So, right. uh, I don't know, kind of a, kind of a weird, or not, I wouldn't say, uh, um, something that you need to focus on, like the RPM or the CPM, uh, you just need to focus on, like, if you're trying to grow and you're trying to go full time, if you're trying to make more money on social media, you just need to focus on creating and getting that content out there on a consistent basis. Um, I preach this all the time, like weekly content uploading, if you can, if you can't at least bi-weekly, but have a schedule, have a routine set in place mm. where you're either posting a short form content once a day um some guys post four a day which is crazy i mean they probably have like people in their offices working i know some other marketing agencies do that but trying to grow as a creator um just post consistently whether that be once a week once every two weeks it don't matter find your schedule find what works for you and you'll see success come um you know quicker than if you were to just be like oh, i'm gonna post one and then three months later you post another it's like eh, that doesn't work you want to build an audience. You want to build a presence in order, order to build an audience. You know, audience want you, you want that returning viewership and new viewers as well. But uh, you're only going to get returning ones if you keep posting consistently. Yeah. So yeah. no one final question for you to wrap up, because I know you got somewhere to be. Um, I know that your podcast, like in the description, was was mainly about um, helping other guys in the lawn care space get into content so that they can create another source of, of revenue and income. Um, do you want to give me a little bit more on that? What, what's the, what's the goal with the podcast there doing that? And what, what does this opportunity look like for guys who are, maybe they're just like, it's just like you had it, like one man band, you're out there doing your thing. You got your 60 accounts and you want to like make some, a little bit of extra money on something that, is maybe less not as hard on the body or less stressful or or that kind of thing what would you what is what is the podcast about um and what what is all that about yeah so uh yeah thanks for mentioning my podcast appreciate it um the the podcast is the think green podcast for the longest time it was called the motor grow podcast the reason why i made the switch there was because um to grow was more personal it was about my lawn care business i never really I, I talked a little bit about social media i would kind of briefly mention it but i never went into in-depth detail i made the switch um i don't know why i made the name change honestly i, I could have left the name like just mow to grow but whatever made made the name change the name doesn't really matter it doesn't really stand for anything um I mean, thinking green, we're, we think of grass, we think of money, you know, think green, right? But yep. <laughs> anyways, it's kind of cheesy. But, uh, you know, from from the aspect of uh, what the podcast is about, yeah, it's about, um, you know, we as lawn care professionals, even landscape, window cleaning, you can apply for any, um, you know, green industry, uh, in, green industry, uh, oh boy. If you're doing like, if you're mowing lawns, if you're in, installing landscaping, if you're doing window washing, pressure washing, kind of the things that we generally see and do for our customers, um, whatever uh, field of work you're in, there is a potential of making even more money on top of just accepting jobs. 
you can make you why not why not get it the way i see it is like you go out there and you mow a lawn but if you go out there and you record yourself mowing that lawn there's a potential there's an opportunity to where you can make additional monies towards the job that you are already doing mm-hmm. yeah you're going to put in a little bit of more work you know you have to edit the video you have to film it you have to move your tripod uh it might take you a little bit longer to do but uh, if you do do that, you're going to make a lot more money. Uh, well, not a lot more money, but like a little bit more money than if you were to just go out there and mow it like every other individual lawn care guy does. Right. So um, I kind of opened up this podcast and kind of teaching people. I hope I am. I hope there's people listening out there that take my advice, but uh, you never know. Right. Um, but, you know, the way I see it, it's like whatever job you do. Think of other ways that you could have made money on that job. And one way that could, that is, is content creation. Just film yourself work. Show people how to do it. Or you don't even have to explain how you do it. Just show how you do it. And that could be entertaining, satisfying. That's the world we live in. Everything is digital nowadays. There's so much content out there. People want to be entertained. The way they're going to be entertained is watching videos on social media, short form content, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all these platforms have short form content and so if you can get in that market then you can take some some of that uh a revenue you know that a lot of a lot of other content creators getting and you get a piece of that right and uh nothing really changes other than you just get your phone out record yourself and you know if people like it and if you get to that threshold of course you have to hit some thresholds before you can get paid it's not like Anybody can get paid on social media. That's not how it works, okay? You have to kind of start and dedicate that time and have that you know, schedule and build that audience and hit those thresholds in order to activate monetization on those social media platforms. Right. And then and only then you are able to make money on social media. But you kind of go into more detail about that. You know, it's like, yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. Some guys, it takes them a whole year to get monetized. Some guys get monetized in like a month. It's just depending on how hard you, how much work you put into this, you know, and how seriously do you take it? Um, so yeah, mowing lawns, everybody mows lawns, but not a lot of people show themselves how they mow, how they do the work. And I think there's a lot of big potential right there in that, in that specific niche, just showing we think of all those big YouTubers, right? There's a lot of lawn care guys even now on YouTube. And a lot of those lawn care guys, they do like vlogging. They talk about their business. That's all educational. We're talking, the, the content I'm specifically talking about is um, entertaining content. So satisfying content where you take a, a huge lawn, like an overgrown lawn, and you cut it down and you establish a nice edge and you blow all the clippings away. That stuff's satisfying to everybody right everybody so your audience is large you're not specifically targeting a specific audience like some of these lawn care other lawn care youtubers there's they're targeting specifically uh people in the lawn care industry our goal is to target a much wider audience and not specifically other lawn care guys but everybody and anybody in this world that that wants to be satisfied and entertained so that's kind of, again, going into um, 
educational and versus or educational versus entertaining content and all that informative versus entertaining content but right yeah man it's it's there's so much to learn as when you dive deep when you take this full when you go you know not full time but when you take it seriously when you want to take it to the next level your social media i talk about a lot of in-depth stuff that not a lot of people talk about um kind of how to rank your videos i mean there's there's so much to learn there's so much to know um you know the length of your videos matters and yeah there's there's a lot to know but my my key advice is to get on every platform you can whether that be if you hate tiktok doesn't matter post on it just get in get out just post because you never know where your video uh and how your video will perform if you don't post it on that platform so Hmm. i'm on tiktok i have two pages on tiktok uh two accounts on facebook one instagram three channels on youtube and i'm constantly posting on there and believe it or not some of the videos that i post i post the same video on each platform right Mm -hmm. but the way they perform is much different so um, it's not like they all get a thousand views on each platform no it can like go viral on facebook but then it'll totally flop on tiktok it's so Mm -hmm. weird and then vice versa so that's why i always say post your content on every platform that you can and you don't have to spend time on there. Like people are like, oh, that's a lot to manage. No, get in, get out and and done deal. You know, you did your duties for today and uh, do the same thing tomorrow. And the cool thing about YouTube and Facebook and Instagram is you can schedule out your content. So it's like, okay, if you don't want to be on your phone every single day, have a dedicated time, whether that be uh, on a weekend where you do your office work, where you send invoices to your clients, that on that same day you've shot enough content through the week on like a Saturday, take that time and edit five videos for the week, right? Monday through Friday, or if you wanted to do seven, you can. So Monday through Sunday, have those videos scheduled out on those social media platforms. And then boom, you're done for the whole week. You don't have to do anything. So there's, there's ways there's, there's kind of a, um, uh, yeah, different ways of approaching it, different ways where you can kind of speed things and, uh, uh, make things make make a, make your life a lot easier. Make your content creation a lot more streamlined, um, and that's kind of what I talk about in my podcast. So yeah, very cool, very cool. So for those of you guys out there who are like, hey, I see, you know, whether it's Phil's lawn care, whether you see uh, Brian's lawn maintenance, Mike Andy's, all these guys, a lot of the people who follow follow podcasts and stuff like that, you probably know who these people are on social media. And if you're looking to start growing. Um, a following there. I'm not your guy because my following is pretty small anywhere but podcasts. So Phil is <laughs> going to be your man. So go check out his podcast if that's something you guys want to get into. Or I would say even if it's not specifically in this industry, maybe you're looking at getting into lawn care, but you're doing this other thing on the side. Maybe make videos about that. I'm just saying it would. It's not a bad idea. I'm going to get a lot more into um, making more videos on my YouTube channel. I haven't posted there in like. It's probably been at least a year, but it just keeps growing. There's more people keep subscribing anyway. It's like the videos are like year, a year or two old and then people just keep coming. Um, and so I need to, I need to get on there more and I, and I will once the, uh, once winter season starts and, and all these contracts are signed, but no, I really appreciate you coming on Phil. And if you guys want to go check out his podcast, I'm going to link it down below. I'm going to link all the socials. So if you haven't watched him mow lawn, it is, I watched, I, I did watch one the other day and I was like, dude, this is ridiculous. Why? 
Like at first I was like, ah, I don't, I don't really see why people, and then I watched, it, I was like, all right, I can understand why people will sit there and, you know, watch it. you got some music playing, you're just sitting there and I don't know, there's something nice about it. So you guys go check it out. Um, if you, if you have any, uh, any questions about social media and growing your social media, go check out his podcast. Um, I listened to a, a few episodes. Love it, dude. Love where you're taking that and best of luck to you. Thanks for coming on. And yeah, thank you so much. Hey, appreciate it. One more thing. Uh, you you said you asked me how you could kind of um not how you can kind of instead of having to work physically, you start to kind of uh you know scale that back and like not work as much. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I teach guys how to do that, and that's what social media growth, and that's where it might take you to where you're not working as hard, but everything has. You'll be working all the time, even if you're creating oh, sure. content. You're going to be working mentally a lot you're going to be on your phone a lot you're going to be on the computer a lot you're going to be behind a screen more than you will actually be working out there in the industry oh, so yeah um you got to keep that in mind as well and it's not easy everything comes with a price tag and um honestly i just wanted to say one more thing um yeah all the other podcasts that you listen to the only reason i created it is because no one was talking about it like i was i was listening to not not to name names i don't want to name names but all the like the, the big podcasts up there, uh, lawn care related, the ones we always listen to, nobody talks about social media growth. And so that's where I saw the opportunity. I'm like, none of these guys are talking about their social media and how they grew it, right? All they talk about is their subscribers and they're, they don't even talk about the videos that they upload and what their structures are and how to upload videos and all that. So I just figured I'm a lawn care guy, you know? Um, and so are they. Right. They own lawn care businesses. I own a lawn care business, but nobody talking about the social media part of things. You know, why, why not? Why, why can't I start that? So that's why I did. It. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, a lot, a lot of potential out there. I think that's where kind of the, um, that's where, that's where businesses are, are, are going. You make, start making more money online and, you know, instead of having to work physically, you're working a lot more mentally now mm. um, with this content creation. And, uh, I guess the upside of that is, yeah, you're not, um, really putting a lot of stress on your back and your feet, you know, um, but you are putting a lot of, uh, mental, mental load on your, on your mind and your brain and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Moral of the story, it's hard work, no matter what you do, if you want to make it doing that, especially if you want to take it seriously and take it to a, to a level where it can support you. So no, I, I do appreciate that. And yeah, clarification there on that. So Thanks again, Phil, for, for coming on. And uh, again, guys, I'm going to link all this stuff down below for you guys. Appreciate it, Caleb. Thank you.